0: Today on The John Ackerberg Show, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and make disciples of all the nations. But how can this be done when so many millions of people know very little about Jesus? Why is it that many of the people are so impressed with the audio Bibles? My guest today, who will tell us, is Morgan Jackson, Senior Vice President faith comes by hearing
1: and in one of our meetings my father who keeps hearing me share the story said you know Morgan actually this is an end time tool everybody thinks about the written Bible but from the very early stage there was one copy of the book of the law that people gathered every seven years to hear during the time of Christ the only place you could hear the scriptures were in the synagogue and you did not have a private copy that you read at home it was read publicly we invite you to join us to hear what happens when
0: people hear the bible in their own language for the very first time on this special edition of the john ankerberg show Welcome to our program. I'm John Inkerberg, and for many, many months, many of you have been waiting for this program because we have Morgan Jackson from Faith Comes By Hearing with us, and you love listening to his stories about the audio proclaimers and how they're reaching people. And today, we're going to talk about how the proclaimers that you have been providing is what he calls an end time tool. Actually, your dad came up with the phrase, didn't he? Yep.
1: Tell us why.: Well, my dad had been pushing uh, digital, phone. I mean, he was I mean, if you could reach the whole world with digital and you didn't need proclaimers, you could just push it out, that would be great. But over the last three years, as I've been calling around the world, we have 1,900 languages that we've now recorded. We have scripture for almost 90 percent of the world's population. And so around the world through our 700 plus partners, we've been sending out these devices. And most of your, your viewers know this well. Right. This is called a Proclaimer. It, it's able to be played loud enough for a thousand people to hear, can carry four different languages. The languages are dramatized, They're word for word, usually the New Testament, sometimes the whole Bible. Yeah, I'm glad that
0: you're explaining it because we have so many new stations. We keep forgetting that a lot of people Have never heard all the stuff we've said before. Right. This is a machine that you guys have invented, basically, and it's terrific because
1: of the characteristics that you just explained. Now, tell us a little bit more. Well, first of all, John, as you know, 50% of the world is functionally illiterate. 70% are oral. Now, in oral cultures, people gather in community. They're not like us, they live in areas where there's no electricity. They walk everywhere, they sit outside, and so they're communal. They're always in contact with the yeah, community. Yeah,
0: let me give you an example. If you can fly in Nigeria and you fly out of the capital, you got lights in the capital, and you get up in the air and you start flying over Nigeria, and all of a sudden it's black down below. There are no city lights, there are no lampposts, there's nothing, it's just black. But what you have is you have them all in communities in Mm -hmm. Nigeria where they're sitting around the fire. They worked all day together and at night they sit there and they talk. That's all they do. They tell stories. So the audio Proclaimer is made for those communal people which is
1: basically what you've got across the world. That's right. So the Proclaimer was made specifically with that thinking. Now remember, all scripture has always been heard. Everybody thinks about the written Bible. But from the very early stage, there was one copy of the Book of the Law that people gathered every seven years to hear. During the time of Christ the only place you could hear the Scriptures were in the synagogue and you did not have a private copy that you read at home. It was read publicly. So that's why Timothy remember, Paul exhorted him, to remember the public reading of Scripture, preaching and teaching, and the public reading of Scripture. That was how they heard the Word of God was in community. The letters, when you look at, at Galatians, Ephesians, they were not written to an individual. They were written to a church. The expectation was the whole community would gather and hear. So, the New Testament is written for communities to gather and hear it in community. Revelation 1-3, blessed is the one who reads these words aloud, and blessed are those that we're hear it read. So, using a proclaimer, we're following the scriptural model of communal hearing, and we're working in communities where this is natural. So, when you come into a community and say, we have the Word of God in your language, one, they're immediately intrigued by the black box. What is on that black box? They've never heard anything in their language, most of them. There's nothing in their language. You push the button, and out of it comes their language. Shock. Mm-hmm. They grab a gong gong in Africa, go, go through the whole village, ba, 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 ba. Everybody in the village will come and sit under the trees. You take out the black box, the proclaimer, and they listen. Now this one, a thousand people can hear. Eighty percent of the places we go, they want the smaller one because they can carry it easier. Most of the listening groups are 35 to 100 people. 300 people, though, can listen to that thing clearly. 300 people can hear it easily. It can carry four languages. Batteries recharge 3,000 times through the sun. So this one is equally powerful. Now, I've been following up on the gifts that your donors have given and are providing through Southeast Asia, to Africa, to Peru, to Brazil, to Latin America. And as I'm calling these communities, they will bring them out of these mountains two days to a small city or place where there's some kind of connectivity. Mm -hmm. And I will talk to the illiterate pastors or the illiterate users and hear from them their stories. The Word of God has transformed their community. I was talking to a pastor in Peru. He says, we've had this for 12 years and it still works beautifully. Mm -hmm. Now, I was trying to encourage them to use their phones and I would get this mm, kind of this mm, like, and and I started going, why are they resistant? And as I began to do the research and talk to them, what I found is they didn't have any electricity. So, they had a cell phone. But they had to go a day's journey to a market village where somebody had batteries who came from three days from a city where they charged the batteries and so they had to pay a half a day's wages in order to get the charge on the phone which only would last an hour so when they got it back to the village they don't use it for making calls they don't have any connectivity they use it to take a picture of their animals so when they come back to the market village they don't have to bring the sheep. They can show it. They, they use it very differently than we do. They store their money on it. And so the idea of they were going to play it, only 10 people could listen. It would only last a half hour and then they would have to pay. But they're saying the proclaimer, we never have to pay. We don't have to choose between buying food and buying batteries or paying to charge the phone. We don't have to do that because it just charges automatically. Never the batteries never go and we can use it place after place. And it's not somebody's personal device or phone and it doesn't break 12 years later, 15, it's still playing. Whereas Mm -hmm. the phone two, three years later, it's broken. And so I was talking to the Turkana church planters, the Timothy initiative. And these church planters were talking about how they'd been going out and preaching the gospel in village after village after village with almost no result. They said, when you go into a village, people welcome you because you're a stranger. These are herding people, cattle, sheep, uh, goat people. And they live 35 miles apart because they have to have room for their herds. Mm -hmm. They also live along a lake, so they're fishermen. He said, but when we bring a proclaimer, they'll welcome us. But when we pull out the black box and they they hear the word of God in Turkana, everybody's intrigued. And so we will leave the proclaimer behind. We'll come back three months later, there'll be 15 brand new believers. We pray with them. If there's water, we baptize them. Oftentimes there's not water, so you have to wait. He said, then we come back three months later and there's 40 people under the tree that have now come to faith in Christ. The next time there may be 50 or 60. But he said, the villages are 35 miles apart. We only have 50 proclaimers. There's 500 villages. I had a question in my heart going, why can't they have 500? Mm-hmm. Then I'm talking to a Nigerian prison mm-hmm. and I'm talking to the warden yep. and the chaplain. And they're telling me how the proclaimer, now they, they're using the big one. Right. The, the wards are 300 people per ward. They had 13 wards and they have three proclaimers. And they're talking about how when you get a proclaimer, they say, when you look in the eyes of these prisoners, it's like looking into the eyes of the devil themselves, many of them. They're visually violent. You know, of course, other people in those prisons are terrified because they're there. Some of them have been there three to five years without any trial. And there's a hopelessness. Now, these are the most illiterate people of all people. Many times, Prison Fellowship and others had the only materials they have had are in English because that's the, the system of education in Nigeria. But these people don't speak English. If they see, speak English, it's the localized pidgin English. They don't understand. So Jesus is for the good people. But they said when they put the proclaimer out and it's in the mother tongue, it just pierces to the heart. And of course, Jesus said, I didn't come for the healthy, I came for the sick. I came for the sinner, I came for the prisoner. So all of a sudden they realize Jesus is for them, not for the priest, but for them. And so as they listen, when they come to a place of faith, he said the transformation is so deep that one day they're visually violent, they're dark. The next day there's light in their eyes and they live for peace. They confess their sin when they never confessed before. They admit what they did was wrong before they justified it and there's a complete transformation. They're getting out of prison early. All these transformations, the guards have limited work to do now because they're not fighting, they're not killing each other. The guards want to listen. He said, the guards sometimes are worse (laughs) than the prisoners. But he said, Morgan, we only have three. So he said, what we're going to do is we're going to rotate these from these three wards to the next ward. Now, my immediate reaction is, that's great. That's great. Those three proclaimers are going to be used throughout the whole prison. Until he starts saying, but as we're doing it, the prisoners that have it begin to weep. They begin to cry out. They, they just literally scream in anguish. And they're just calling out to us, saying, No, don't. T- How can we live without God's Word? How can you take God's Word from? How can we live without God's Word? And, and so the warden is saying, Morgan, why, why can't we have 20? Why can't we have one for each one of the wards? Why can't we have one for, you know, we have a morning shift, a mid shift. Why can't we have each one for the shift? Why can't we have one for the, the women's prison? One yeah, for the guards. Why? And so I'm going, and I have that question again. I go, Lord, why? Why can't they have one? It's Because we haven't provided those for those people yet. So then I call one of our workers, and they're working with schools in Uganda. In all of Africa, elementary schools will be in the village areas. The teachers and the the principal said they were just having total chaos because when they were trying to put these kids down to sleep, so many of them were having demonic experiences and dreams that they were screaming, they were shouting, and so the kids weren't sleeping because they were terrified. They have to sleep together. And so our staff came in, provided proclaimers, advised them to have a listening group each evening before they went to bed. So a half hour of listening, conversation, and then to start the night out by just having the Proclaimer play. And again, it's loud enough for the whole dormitory to hear. And so the, the girls' dormitory, boys, that they would just hear. And they said within a week, it was completely demon-free. I mean, demons I hate the Word of God. So when you play it, they were gone. And so I'm just pleased to hear this until another principal is, is patched in on the Zoom call. And they start to tell me about how many schools they have. And they said... why why can't we have a Proclaimer as well? We have the same problem, so why can't you... And there are hundreds of schools. Oh, thousands. And so I get off the phone and I just, and I'm going, each one of them will play it if it's provided, but they don't have it. And so I'm saying to myself, why? Now the prisons, there's no phones. There's no way of solving that. The school systems, they're not going to let the kids use phones or have phones. There's not electricity. So, I'm just saying, Lord, why? are you doing this, folks, I want you to number these in your mind. We're going through
0: different parts of the world where the need for proclaimers is absolutely astounding, and we don't have them. And at the end of all of this, I want you to think about which part would you like to give to, all right? We've done
1: prisons. We've done schools. What's next? Well, the next is church planters. You know, the church planters are going on planting churches, and many of them are going out to plant churches in rural communities, villages, and languages where nobody reads or writes. And when they use a Proclaimer, they have 25% more churches planted. They have over 20% more believers than those churches, and the churches last, and they're not syncretistic. And so, they're saying, please, can we have one audio Bible per church we're planting? But the next one I'm talking to a military commander and I'm talking to a chaplain. Now, in the military commanders, we provide both. We provide these military bible sticks. Bible stick because what you find is this guy was telling me, you know, in Uganda he says soldiers Brazil the same. Brazil, the soldiers will not wear their uniforms when they travel because it can get them killed. People hate the soldiers because they see them as drunkards, they see them as rapists, they see them as as thieves. They they do not see them as we see our soldiers. We we honor our soldiers, they don't honor them. So we provide one of these per soldier in their mother tongue and then we provide one of these per barracks so that those soldiers can gather together to hear. And they were telling me how in their barracks they had been divided by tribe and they were they were saying, these guys are thieves. They are liars. Yeah. I love the little Bible sticks because you've got earphones on the
0: end of those. So they share them. They share them, but they can listen to them
1: privately as well. That's right. And they love them for that reason. They do. And, and so what's happened is as is, is they were then telling me the tremendous transformation. i got 2,000 guys under His command. And the chaplain and them were talking about how these guys had been transformed from drunkards, from rapists, from that they're repenting and they're they're listening to what Jesus is saying. Of course, Jesus addressed soldiers, what shall we do? You know, be satisfied with your words and don't, you know, don't take money from people that's not yours. So they're hearing what God tells them to do. So I'm really happy until they patch in another commander. (laughs) And this other commander is saying, I've got 2,000 soldiers. Don't you love me? Why can't I have? My soldiers are suffering, dying. They're evil. They need Christ. Why aren't you helping me? And so I, I walk away from that, and I say the same thing. I go, why can't they have one? And something happened in my heart where I went, "Okay, you're trying to find a way. to to have less proclaimers so that, you know, you have less expense and you can use the phone. But the fact is, 30 percent of the world will never have electricity. That's right. They're asking me for God's Word. Twelve years later, it's still working. And in one of our meetings, my father, who's been pushing the digital, keeps hearing me share the story. He said, you know, Morgan, actually, this is an end time tool. And I had just been camped out in Revelation, and I was reading Revelation 5 and Revelation 6 and Revelation 7, and I'm reading where, you know, under the throne there are these people, and they're saying, who are these people? Yeah, let me read it for you. And one of the elders asked, these in
0: white robes, who are they and where do they come from? And I answered, sir, you know. And he said, these are they who have come out of the great tribulation and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood
1: of the Lamb." What else did you think when you heard that? Well, when I'm hearing it, it's saying these, are, these have come out and they're from every language, from every tribe, and every nation, and every people. And I'm saying to myself, okay, Revelation 6 is saying they were killed and they died for the word of God and the word of their testimony. Here it's saying these people are coming out of the tribulation. From every language, tribe, nation, and people. And I'm saying, how did they get the gospel? And suddenly I'm thinking to myself, in every one of these communities, by 2033, Illuminations, Wycliffe, Bible Societies are looking with Faith Come Sparing during oral Bible translation. We will have a translation of, of Scripture in every language of the world. So that's, that's necessary to fulfill the Great Commission because we're supposed to make disciples of every nation, every language. Matthew 24, 14, gospel of the kingdom preached to the whole world. And we haven't had every it nation. since
0: Jesus gave us that command.
1: Right. And so we're, gonna, we're there. But just because you have it, I'm thinking when Christ returns and all of us are gone, the J.A. show is going to be off. The prince of the air controls the airways. Bible is, version. all the digital stuff is going to be cleaned off. Nobody's going to be able to access the Word of God. But when the missionary is gone, the believers are gone, the pastors are gone, every community will have the Word of God on a little black box that speaks their language. And my brother is creating the next generation where you can take an Android phone cord, plug it in, and you can take the audio Bible and put it on your phone. And so it becomes a reproducer of the audio and video files from the device. So you not only hear it, but you can come and get it. And so everywhere, in every language of the world, these people would be saying, where did the Christians go? We heard the black box. We heard it say that this was going to happen. Where's the black box that speaks God's Word? And so in those communities, in those churches, in their prisons, the black box will come out. And people during the tribulation will hear God's word. And so when you provide a proclaimer, in the first year, 90 people are going to hear the word of God. 90 people, half of them will be people who come to faith to Christ on average. There'll be four listening groups. But 12 years later, that proclaimer is still going to be playing. But what's happening is the demand for these audio Bibles has grown because they're so effective. For every $500 that one of your donors gives, it covers the cost of your broadcast, your production, and it allows one Proclaimer to go out and start a Faith Comes bearing program. We've had an anonymous donor that will match Proclaimer for Proclaimer, but we have another donor, a doctor and his wife, who have added another Proclaimer. So many of your donors have funded a Proclaimer and an additional two proclaimers have been going out. You're providing an in time gift of the Word of God to the people now and the people then who will hear God's Word and come out of the great tribulation having heard God's Word. Yeah. And many of you, you have given, and we're asking you
0: to continue to give because there's still people to be reached. What would you like to say to
1: those folks before we end here? You know, I want to say thank you. You know, um, the John Ankerberg donors, you have been giving over the last 10 years. And as you've been giving, it has allowed us. We started with 600 languages when we first started working together. Today we have over 1,900 languages done. And the fact is, with oral Bible translation that we're working on, we're looking to see every single language have Scripture. But you have been the helper. You have provided the, f- the funds to allow proclaimers to go on. Uh, the funds you give, you know, as you know, it goes to provide a proclaimer, but it also covers the cost of the John Ankerberg program to go to 200 different nations. But by doing that, you have made people aware and you have given the gift of eternal life to people who did not even know Jesus Christ existed. I mean, I still remember an old man in the village. We just finished the Bible. We have it in audio. It's the story of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Would you like to listen? And the old man, 94 years old, said, I have never heard of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. That day he did. That day he accepted Christ. Two days later he died. People are dying without the knowledge of Christ. You are helping us to provide that. So thankful for that. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And folks, I want to say thank you too. Thanks for joining us today and stick around because I've got a personal word for you in just a moment.
1: Stay tuned, John will be right back.
0: Thanks for joining me today. When Morgan first showed me the audio Bible for people who have never heard about Jesus or never read a Bible in their own language, I immediately knew that the audio Bible was absolutely unique. With an audio Bible, PEOPLE CAN HEAR GOD'S WORD IN THEIR OWN LANGUAGE AND CLEARLY UNDERSTAND WHAT JESUS IS SAYING. IN ROMANS 10:14, PAUL ASKS THE QUESTION, HOW SHALL THEY BELIEVE IN HIM OF WHOM THEY HAVE NOT HEARD? AND HOW SHALL THEY HEAR WITHOUT A PREACHER? AND HOW SHALL THEY PREACH EXCEPT THEY BE SENT? WOULD YOU BE WILLING TO SEND ONE, TWO, OR THREE AUDIO BIBLES TODAY TO THESE PEOPLE WHO HAVE NEVER HEARD ABOUT JESUS? TODAY, two very generous donors who want to help us and have both promised to match every audio Bible that you give today. And here's how it works. If you will give a gift of $500 for just one audio proclaimer, a special donor will match your gift by adding one more audio proclaimer for a total of two audio proclaimers. Then another special donor will add one more audio proclaimer to your gift. So you'll actually be giving a total of three audio proclaimers. IF YOU'LL GIVE A GIFT OF $1,000 FOR TWO AUDIO PROCLAIMERS, YOUR GIFT TODAY WILL BE MATCHED BY OUR TWO DONORS, AND YOU'LL REALLY BE GIVING SIX AUDIO PROCLAIMERS. AND THEN IF YOU'LL GIVE A GIFT OF $2,000 FOR FOUR AUDIO PROCLAIMERS, YOUR GIFT WILL BE MATCHED BY BOTH OF OUR DONORS, AND YOU'LL BE GIVING, listen TO THIS, 12 AUDIO PROCLAIMERS. NOW, IF YOU WISH TO GIVE MORE AUDIO BIBLES, WHATEVER SIZE GIFT YOU GIVE, EACH AUDIO BIBLE WILL BE MATCHED BY OUR TWO SPECIAL DONORS. THEN, IF YOU CAN ONLY GIVE A GIFT OF $30 FOR ONE MICRO-SD CARD, YOUR GIFT WILL ALSO BE MATCHED BY BOTH DONORS, AND YOU CAN PROVIDE THREE MICRO-SD CARDS FOR PEOPLE WHO CAN INSERT THEM INTO ANY CELL PHONE, EVEN IF THEY ARE NOT CONNECTED TO THE INTERNET and it will immediately let them hear the whole New Testament in their own language and allow them to watch the Jesus film. And if you give a gift of $60, your gift will be matched by both donors and you can provide six micro SD cards. And then third, if you want to provide one micro SD card and one Bible stick for a gift of $100, your gift will be matched by both donors and you'll provide three micro SD cards and three Bible sticks. Now, Bible sticks are personal digital players that are battery powered and come loaded with an audio Bible and earphones so that people can listen to the Bible privately. Both the micro SD cards and the Bible stick are very much in demand. So folks, if God is leading you to provide an audio Proclaimer, a micro SD card, a Bible stick, please call us right now at 1-800-805-3030. That's 1-800-805-3030. And you may call that same number any day this week, 24 hours a day. Or you may give your gift immediately at our website at jashow.org, where we have a secure place for you to give your gift. That's jashow.org. THEN IF YOU LIVE IN CANADA, PLEASE CALL US AT 1-866-746-5803. OR YOU MAY GIVE YOUR GIFT AT OUR CANADIAN WEBSITE AT JASHOW.CA. AND WHEN WE RECEIVE YOUR GIFT, WE WILL SEND YOU A RECEIPT AND A PERSONAL THANK YOU. BEN, FOLKS, OUR OUTREACH INTO OTHER COUNTRIES IS GROWING SO FAST. AS A 100% VIEWER-FUNDED MINISTRY, YOUR non-restricted GIFT supports the production of a number of ministry programs and purposes, including among them, the broadcasting and expansion of the airing and production of The John Ankerberg Show in the United States and international markets. The John Ankerberg Show, thanks to you, now broadcasts to potentially 4.5 billion viewers in more than 200 countries and territories. God is opening doors and getting His word out, and I'll appreciate your help very much.